Today's episode of Beyond the Rut is sponsored by Capshow, which is the ultimate AI content marketer for entrepreneurs who podcast, vlog, or live stream like yours truly. Stay tuned throughout this episode to discover more ways you can use Capshow for your content. For now, let's get straight into the episode. Welcome to another episode of Beyond the Rut. If you're joining us for the first time, this is a weekly podcast about inspiring and equipping you to make your own path and live the life you've always dreamed of. Now, in just a moment, I'm going to play for you a conversation I recorded with Brandon Cunningham, and we just dive right into it. I guess he was excited to talk about this particular subject because he didn't give me a chance to lead into it or anything. We just dove right in. like We were talking one moment, joking around, and then boom, right into it. So in the same fashion... This episode, I'm not going to play any of our introduction music. You'll get it on the back end when we do the outro. Join us as we talk about accountability, why you need to have it on a spiritual level, a moral level, and then if you're pursuing your dreams, why you need to have accountability to pursue those dreams and how to go about it. So join us as we listen in on that conversation between Brandon and I on accountability. did notice in the podcast as I'm listening to it is... The uh, the welcome to Beyond the Rep podcast. This is a podcast about, you know, we're glad to have you on. the. Po- we say podcast like 10 times in the intro. It's for the people who don't know it's a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking, how did they get to it? <laughs> they don't know. No. <laughs> yeah, I, I was thinking about uh, uh, accountability and and that can mean so many different things mm-hmm. and, and, and not to uh, not to really name names and point people out. But uh, I'm the accountability partner on a couple of people's uh, computer system. One of one of which is you, obviously. I'm gonna bleep and, that out. Uh, <laughs> a guy named uh, Bob. Beep. Uh, yeah, that was really funny. If you didn't get the last podcast. You got to listen to the last episode. I can uh, follow up with Marcia and see if she liked that. If she approved of the bleeps, the unnecessary re- and censorship. I, I cracked up on that one. Uh, I thought you really cussed. I was like. <laughs> Wait, no, that was the airline name that we didn't want to name off. I promise I did not use bad language, but I was thinking about in terms of accountability was, you know, I I have, I I think I have three of them that I get an email on their uh, computer usage and uh, one of them never has anything on it. It, It's always just completely clear. And uh, I've pointed it out a couple of times, like, you know, you, you, there has to be something. Oh, like no traffic whatsoever. Nothing. Oh, okay. I was going to say, oh, that's mine. But I'm like, wait. I'm like, no, well, there's traffic. It's well, just that's not. what I was comparing it to because yeah. I get yours and, you know, and occasionally <laughs> I'll get uh, some kind of weird search or something and I'll send you a message. And what I love about it is when I send the email, it goes to you and Olivia mm-hmm. and uh, Olivia's never really um, come back with with much of a comment. I don't know if she has to you or not, but what I like about the way she always replies to me is thank you that you're, you're there. Yeah. She never says, uh, she never tries to explain it. She never really blows it off or anything like that. So I always assume y'all go talk about it afterwards, but she always responds with thank you. I'm, I'm sure she forgets that I'm even on it, but every once in a while, when I end up asking a question, Mm -hmm. she's like, Oh, I'm glad he's there. Yeah. And I was thinking about it in terms of you know, as we kind of go into battle and we've talked about, uh, the military and how much we absolutely love the military and, and, you know, are honored to even be considered part of them. But, uh, the fact that you don't go into battle by yourself. Yeah. You always we, have a battle buddy. Absolutely. And, and, you know, I went, uh, last week I was, uh, up near Houston in Conroe's and I was hiking in the, uh, uh, Huntsville state park, mm-hmm. a beautiful state park and just 
awesome place to hike. And, uh, I did some running on some trails and everything else. And a couple of times I had my headphones on and I'm just running and, and I'm caught up into whatever I was listening to. And a couple of guys came up behind me on bikes. And one thing they do when they're about 30 yards away is they yell. So you know, they're coming. Yeah. So they don't terrify you. Well, it didn't work. Scared me to death. And <laughs> so I turned around real quick and then I just kind of realized that they're together. So if something yeah. happens, they've got a buddy, hopefully. Oh, yeah. I didn't. I was by myself. Cell phone doesn't work very good there, you know, and I'm thinking, I don't know when somebody would have found me if something bad would have happened. But I was thinking through that in terms of accountability. We all kind of go out there with yeah. very little accountability. Somebody's not really watching out for us. But some people see that as accountability means that I get to see and approve what you do on the computer. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's completely the opposite of that. I don't see it and approve of it or deny it. I'm just there to help hold you accountable for what you've already said you want. Yes. You know, so you're like, Hey, I'm going out here close to the edge because, you know, if you've been alive in the last 10 years, you know, the internet is about as close to the edge as you can get. Yeah. <laughs> there's bad places on there. No matter how old you are, you shouldn't be at. And, you know, and what you're saying is I'm about to go out here close to the edge. Watch my back. Mm-hmm. And that's what accountability is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, telling them things like, uh, like I had said, you know, I'm going hiking in the, uh, state park and I'm going to go over to the Sam Houston, uh, national forest and check that out and i would tell people you know it's renee because uh, she was the only one close enough to me to do anything about it anyway but i wanted that accountability because i said i was going to do it i wanted somebody to be able to ask at the end of the day did you do all yeah. those things you said you were going to do yeah and then if you fall short there's either encouragement or uh, admonishment if the that's my big word for the day. <laughs> admonishment. <laughs> admonishment. i'm going to google that after this recording session there, there are people who may not know, and, and you may not know that, uh, you know, before the relationship where I asked Brandon to be my accountability partner, I pretty much grew up having access to pornography since I was probably seven years old. Right. Uh, my dad didn't always bring it in himself into the house. Uh, I was a military brat. Somebody's dad had a stash somewhere. Oh, yeah. And so it was just a matter of time where you figure out which friend <laughs> had the dad who had the stash. And that's where you hung out on a Saturday afternoon or uh, after school when dad had duty, that kind of thing. Well, I was that friend because I had the older brother. <laughs> what was the guy's name? Butch from uh, Home Alone. Home anyway, Alone. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and so in any case, when, when Liv and I got married, you know, I thought porn was a normal thing. And so I brought that into the house. And over the first few years of our lives together, it really took a toll on her, on her uh her uh, self-esteem right. and her trust in me. And, you know, she started to, you know, catch it on the computer. And uh, that's where she drew a line in the sand and said, look, you know, I've asked repeatedly, please don't bring it in because it, it hurts me. It, it makes me feel like I'm not enough for you. Well, she's playing and, a comparison game with something that's fake. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Guess and, what? You're never going to win that game. And even though I may not admit it, I mean, deep down inside that, comparison game is going on oh, yeah. in, in the man's mind or, or that expectation becomes the the real expectation you now that fantasy starts to become the, the the expectation and so then she she just finally didn't know what to do hands up in the air i don't know what to do what do you propose and the only thing i could think of was you know the one thing i didn't have in my life you know spirituality was supposed to be a big thing in my life and i had no one to hold me accountable guide me through it and then i just reached out to two men who I really looked up to and I would be embarrassed to have call me out. <laughs> and you were one of the two guys. And so 
Yeah, you've been there. I've, I've lost track how many years now. Yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah, and you know the first couple of years that you've been my accountability partner, there was two or three times you had to call me out. Or, <laughs> it's like, and, what is this? And then there was like maybe one time after that where I, I just fessed up first. I was like, hey, you may have noticed <laughs> this, and this is my my action plan. And yep. and so for the last few years, it's probably been a very boring job for you, which is my goal. Is I don't know. It's more yeah. exciting now because <laughs> of all the ballet searches and then yeah. there's what's, what's her other thing? There's a, is it a band or there's something else oh. that she looks up? I can't think of, uh, I can't think of, I'll think yeah. of it at some point, but I'll ask Cliff. There, I don't there get to see weird, the reports myself. There were weird searches and it's like, okay, I'm not yeah. sure what that, but she's, uh, I don't know. How old is she now? 13. 13. And yeah. Maddie's 15. So there's, there's a couple of years difference, but that difference is, is, is kind of big in searches <laughs> because, you know, where one band is super cool now, it, it's horrible now. And that's a kitty band. And, yeah. you know, so. And she's like, yeah, Emma's yeah. looking up those kitty bands. Exactly. Yeah. And you're like, okay, Emma did this. Okay. Well, I, and the cool <laughs> thing about it, and this, this whole episode is certainly not about uh, pornography or computers, but the cool thing it is about now. this <laughs> particular uh, service that we use, and we'll put it in the, uh, show notes is when i reply it goes to you and olivia it does not go to just you and and um one time i i thought well i need to ask this question of you before i ask both of you and what was funny is you replied to both of us yeah i asked you directly which was a mistake clearly i should have said both you know because (laughs) that was the whole point of my job but uh you replied to both which you know just showed a lot of character thank you and the reason that accountability is really important in that sense is because like you said the comparison game the honoring your wife Mm -hmm. and those kind of things but the other side of the coin is the the accountability in in your goals you know one of the things that we've talked about on here a number of times is uh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. But where's the accountability if nobody knows that? Now we're telling, you know, obviously millions of people that listen to this podcast, but some people say, well, I'm going to do this and then don't tell anybody. So if you don't do it, nobody ever knows. Yeah. And the accountability for me in that arena has been tremendous. And and accountability for any arena of my life has been tremendous. When we talked about it in relation to weight loss, you know, we were talking about how we're sharing with the world that you and I are doing a mud run, oh gosh, next month, and then uh, we're doing a 10K in November. And, and so we're expecting people to hold our feet to the fire. And, and, and the same thing with this this relationship we were talking about as far as the, uh, and, and the program's called Covenant Eyes. I'll put it mm-hmm. out there. Uh, it's about really changing my mindset and what my eyes crave and it really getting me off of something I grew up with. And because I, I didn't want it in my life and I don't want it in my life. And to get it out of my life, I had to do something different. And that was the one thing I wasn't doing differently. It was to be open about it and say, look, this is filth that I've allowed into my mind uh, through my eyes. I, I don't want it there anymore. I need some help to get me out of there. And you you were able to step up. And then the first time you had hold my feet to the fire, and this is, this is key to accountability, I think, is you don't just have somebody there as a token, like, Oh, I've got an accountability partner. It's the moment that person has to come to you and hold your feet to the fire. You got to be humble and take that admonishment. There's that, (laughs) that word of the day again, (laughs) watching Sesame street again. And and if you know, taking that admonishment though, and that rebuke, I'll I'll throw a biblical word out there. Rebuke. Cause you know, the only thing missing is the Bible. I need to hold it as I say that (laughs) rebuke. Anyway. So, 
you got to be humble to take that. And it does not feel good. It's not like, oh, yeah, you got me. Huh? It's, yeah. you know, it, it is that examination again. Like, do you really want to change? You know, remember why you're doing this. Uh, what are you going to do differently because of this? And, uh, you know, it's made a huge difference in that arena. And, and then when you look at, you know, what, what do fitness trainers do for their clients? Right. They do the same thing, just a yep. different arena. And so accountability to me is huge no matter what realm or circle of your life you're applying it. We just happen to be, you know, talking about this particular yep. one. It's almost like a two-for episode for some <laughs> of you guys. So here you go. Well, well, the cool thing about it, too, is accountability works like you said, it changes what it is that you've allowed into your life. And maybe yeah. you've allowed mediocrity into your life. You've allowed a negative attitude into your life. I was talking to somebody Tuesday night, uh, and, and everything coming out of her mouth was negative. Mm. And her husband was even saying, but this is what you do. You tend to go negative on, you know, there's just no chance of it happening. Everything's yeah. going to end in the, you know, the world's <laughs> going to end and blah, blah, blah. And I told her, I said, and, and I've said this a number of times. I probably even said it on the podcast, but if you allowed somebody else to speak to you the way you speak to yourself, you would be so mad. You would You'd probably them punch them in the yeah. face. I mean, you would never listen to that. Yeah. But we talk to ourselves in a way we won't let other people. And an accountability partner should be able to go to you and say, you know, Jerry, you said you wanted to do this. And, uh, you know, you said, yes, sign me up for the mud run. I'm in. And, you know, we had all the time in the world to back out. But you said, yeah, go. I'm buying the ticket. Okay, you're in. So now you have no <laughs> excuse to say, well, I can't go now. Something came up, you know. There's there's that accountability. This is feeling a there. little awkward. Jerry's got to pay that ticket now. Uh, the, and the did neat I ever thing, reply to that text? By the way, when you asked me how the training was going, yeah, I don't think you did. I think it was with some question marks or something. Yeah. But that's good too because you're honest about it. What you don't want to do is get an accountability partner. I, I had a friend; he had an accountability partner out of state. I said, "No, nope, oh. sorry, there's no such thing as an accountability yeah. partner out of the state because you can tell them whatever you want." Yeah. And they just believe you. Now, if if I was living someplace else and I was your accountability partner, I would be making regular phone calls to live. Mm-hmm. I would be making regular phone calls to other guys around you and say, yeah. okay, you know, his wife says this, his close coworker and maybe a couple of close friends, maybe even call Jacob and say, hey, how's, how's he doing as a dad? How's he doing as yeah. a husband? If you're not doing that, then you're really not somebody else's accountability partner and, and you're not around them. Now, obviously yeah. I'm around you more and, and Liv certainly knows she could call me anytime she saw something that she didn't like. But if you don't have somebody like that in your business life or in your goal life or your spiritual life, your mm-hmm. thought life, then how are you ever going to get better? Yeah. You know, I, I look at people like Tony Robbins and some of these gurus that just cheer you all up and how that can be annoying sometimes, but you need a cheerleader, but you don't need just a cheerleader. You need somebody that's going to encourage you, but also hold you to what it was you said you wanted to do. Yeah, exactly. It just made me think about corporations, how they have a board of directors and it, part of their role is to be the accountability partner of the CEO. It's like the CEO is the one running the ship. But the answer to the board of directors, because that board is supposed to hold that CEO accountable to the charter of the corporation. And you just look at any example of a corporation doing well. There's a board of directors that is healthy and holding that CEO's feet to the fire or enabling that CEO to do what's right. right. And then any corporation you see that's hit the headlines for doing something immoral or wrong there's been a history of allowing executives 
to do the wrong thing. So accountability is really huge. We rarely mess up in public. And I've made some epic, just epic mess ups in my life and and mess ups, not even a good word for it, but just, you know, total screw ups. And it's always been because my public life and my private life were in conflict. Yeah. People didn't know where I was privately, but they knew where I was publicly. The problem was they didn't, uh, they didn't line up. They weren't the same. Mm Mm-hmm. And we have to think of our lives in that way. You know, my biggest struggle probably in my in my late 20s, early 30s was I got addicted to pain medicine. And it was because the people that were around me and the people that loved me and knew me didn't know. Oh, I wow. never shared that with them. And so uh, whenever I started to share that and now it's fine, I don't, I don't really do it anymore. But it, when I finally kicked that habit through the help and, and, and a lot of lot of help from a lot of other people. Every time I would go to the doctor, every time I would meet somebody new, I would tell them, you know, well, I'm addicted to pain medicine and that's mm-hmm. why I can't, uh, I can't, you know, be around you or do this or do that. Yeah. And, and it made it so much lighter. I never had to worry about it. But what we do is we say, well, I said I was going to do this and I didn't do it. Now I'm never going to speak of it again because I feel guilty. Mm-hmm. And if you just feel guilty, that's how you just never accomplish anything. Yeah. You have to be real. You have to share your, your, your struggles and your successes, not just your success. That's one of the things I don't like about social media is we just get on there. Oh, I'm at Disneyland. Oh, I'm yeah. climbing bike. You speed. see the best 5% of anybody's life. Absolutely. And we compare that to hundred percent of our lives. And some of you people I've seen in real life, you don't look like you look like on Instagram and stuff. So <laughs> that's you an need old to picture. Cut that out. Update it. <laughs> and we've got a good friend up in Dallas. You know, you got gray hair. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Hans had sent me a text the other day, and he was saying that you know, just just be authentic, just be yeah. you, because that's what people really want. And it's hard for us to believe that sometimes. And an accountability partner can sometimes just speak into your life and say, you know, I care too much about you mm-hmm. to allow you to say something thing and then not accomplish it. Yeah. And that's why you got to tell people what your goals are. I want to open this business. I want to move to Idaho. I want to do all of these things. And it, and it holds your feet to the, oh, bottom, yeah. you know, but pick somebody that's going to back it up. Yes. Don't pick somebody that's blowing off all of their goals. It's <laughs> not ever going to happen for you. Stay with us. We'll be right back. And now let's talk about how you can use cap show to repurpose and market your content. If you have a business like me, you can upload your cornerstone long-form content, like podcast episodes or YouTube videos, into CapShow, and it will create all your content marketing assets for you. And here's the coolest part. CapShow is more than just a robotic AI tool. It's a powerful blend of artificial and human intelligence designed by marketers to help you organically reach more of the right people on more platforms. Go to beyondtherut.com slash capshow, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day trial and see for yourself. Now, back to the show. I was just thinking about when you were talking about somebody who's fighting addiction, and the immediate question I had in my head was, how many successful self-study addiction programs are there out there? that actually help people quit their addiction on their own through self-study. I, I can't imagine there are any, if there are. I, and I'm sure somebody has, but I've never met anybody like that. <laughs> I think that. every Narcotics Anonymous, Alcoholics Anonymous program I know of, you're buddied up with somebody for a reason. Yeah. And it's because they're going to work you out of that addiction, that thing that's taken over your body chemistry, the thing that's taken over your mind. And then the rut, to me, I just, I just made that connection. 
a rut in our lives is in a sense an addiction. We're addicted to a certain behavior pattern, a certain mindset, a a certain thought pattern. And we do need somebody on the outside to help nudge us on the inside. If that makes sense. Absolutely. It's, yeah. it's, it's addicted to mediocrity. And, and we talked in an earlier episode, maybe it's your parents put that in you because that's the way they, they lived. You got up every Monday morning and you went to a job and you came home every night and the job was horrible and you hated it. And you sat in front of the TV until it was time to go back to the <laughs> job again. Yeah. And maybe that's just, that's the rut we become accustomed to. And so Maybe we're scared to just go out to somebody and say, you know what? I want to do this Yeah. because whenever we first started talking about the uh, podcast, we were like, we didn't tell anybody about it. We just kind of kept it between us and, and Sean. And we were like, well, yeah, we kind of want to do it. And a couple of people found out and yeah, we kind of want to do it. Yeah. And then some people listen to the show and yeah. Yeah. And then know, when somebody, know. uh, you know, like Jamie comes along and, and says, oh, I've been listening to your show, you know, and, and she was on in an earlier episode. Uh, and we're going to get her on again because she's actually running her business now and it's doing really good. Yeah, I we need to follow to her up today. Uh, whenever somebody like that says something, it holds you accountable because it's yeah. like, wait, you said you were going to build a podcast and a company that's going to do great things. It's like, yeah, but we're just kind of messing around right now. <laughs> we hadn't really got serious about it. But even with us, we thought, well, here's what we want to do. We we got this great you know, plan. We're going to take over the world, blah, blah, blah. And what we hadn't done was just uh, realize what we needed was to just be honest with each mm-hmm. other, be honest with our audience. And we're just telling you where we've been. We're not trying to just bring on, and we brought on some great people like Scott Barlow and, and Sarah McDaniel and Jamie, of course. But and Jared Easley and Jody Mayberry and, <laughs> and the list every other on. name and Jeff Goins is coming soon. Uh, but I we know hope. that you know we have to share the real and the and the you know the the unreal almost. You know some of it has been just phenomenal. Like when Jared Easley came on, we were just like he was so blown away that he got to spend time with us that it was just funny from our standpoint. Yeah. But we were blown away by him and. And so we have to share that success, but then we also have to talk about the times we've sent emails and gotten no's and, and mm-hmm. the times when we, uh, we really wanted to record, but you had to work. And so we moved the date and the next thing you know, I have to work. Yeah. And something <laughs> happens and, you know, people say no to interviews or they just say yes and then they don't make it for whatever reason. Some yeah. of them good. Uh, but we have to be honest with that stuff because that's real accountability. Walk oh, yeah. into your office tomorrow, find that one person that you can trust and say, you know what? I'm quitting this job. I don't know when it, it's probably not going to be in two weeks. Definitely not going to be in two weeks. Might be six months, but I'm going to quit this job. I'm going to go and open up my, uh, you know, my birdhouse building business that I've always wanted to do. Get that accountability in your life. Yeah. And Karen, if you're listening to this one, just, just rewind this. And then listen to it with the earmuffs on, okay? Yeah. And that's <laughs> not talking about me. <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely not saying go quit your job. But if that's the reason you're listening to this podcast, because you're like, I've always wanted to do this. Keep in mind, you got to go back a few podcasts and understand that not only is Jerry doing what he always wanted yes. to do, and he's where he wants to be, but I just recently started a new job on Monday of this week, and I'm where I'm supposed to be now. Yeah. And it's just awesome to see all of these great things happen but it's a process we didn't start here oh, we're no. certainly not gonna uh stop here but you yeah. came in tonight and you were talking about listening to some earlier episodes oh, and thinking yeah. <laughs> how bad we listen how bad we listen how bad we sounded yes and it's like oh now we sound great but a year from now we'll be yeah like, I and, can't and the episodes that. i was listening to this week were actually episodes that have been my favorite and then comparing them to 
maybe the last four or five we've done, yeah, you you could tell a difference. Just the way we're talking with each other, the the interactions with the guests, the intro, the outro, all of that uh, has just been a huge shift in maybe 10, 15 episodes. It's funny because the accountability for us is every Tuesday morning, there are certain people that, that expect that podcast to launch and and to see it in their, uh, in their iTunes or Google or whatever. And so for us, that's accountability because, you know, being completely honest, we don't always want to do this. There's other things (laughs) we would rather do. And we love this uh, show. We love being uh, able to, to speak and to, to learn together and to teach other people. But, Every week, it's not necessarily something we want to come spend a couple hours working on. And, and mm-hmm. then, of course, you edit and, and take care of all of that part. But the accountability is, hey, we said we're doing a podcast. We said it's coming out every Tuesday morning. So we got to get it all yeah. done. And, and that's the way it works. A neat little leadership tip I wanted to share, because I was sharing this with you before we started recording. Uh, my own boss, you've heard her name a couple of times, Karen. I can't tell you her last name because then you'll be able to hunt her down. Anyway. Every month, she has a one-to-one conversation with me, and it turns into a coaching session. And it, it's really, what does Jerry want to do with his life? And I just had this conversation with her yesterday, so it's fresh on my mind. I had all night to reflect on it, all day to reflect on it as I was working. And I just realized, uh, well, I realized every time I have this conversation with her that she, in a sense, is my accountability partner when it comes to my life goals. Yeah. You know, I mean, Olivia is my primary, you know, accountability accountability partner. I can't say that word. That's now. a good point. Though. I can you say can admonishment. I cannot say accountability partner right now. <laughs> and then you're an accountability partner on a number of different levels. And then my own director is also an accountability partner. And she'd asked me, what do I want to accomplish in 2017? And I shared with her, you know, some work goals. She goes, eh, I already know those. You got those written down in our success factors program, but I want to know what are your goals? Jerry Dugan, aside from anything else. And I told her I wanted a solo hike, the uh, Lone Star hiking trail by the end of next year. She goes, great, put that in your development plan and I'll hold you accountable to it and see how things are going. If you're training for it, see if you need extra time off. We'll, we'll work with you to make that happen. And you work and in a hospital. I work in a healthcare a, system. A, yeah. Like a Dick Sporting Goods or no. a hiking company or anything. So yeah. this is totally unrelated. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she's a big believer in life balance and living your life because if we're happy at home, we're happy at work and it's proven. And then the other goal was to go to podcast movement in 2017 in Anaheim. And she said, hey, Get me the agenda, and if we can justify you going because it relates to your job, we'll send you. Yep. And that really blew my mind. It wasn't. It wasn't her trying to like find a way to send me off to something frou frou like yeah. Disneyland. It was if that really that. does relate to your job, we can pay for you to go because that's also your enrichment for what you're doing with us. Because I've already pitched some ideas to her about. Um, I can't go into it because yeah. it's probably pro- pro- it's proprietary. I came yeah. up with the idea at work, so I'll stop there. Anyway, the yeah. great thing about the podcast movement 2017 is Jared Easley is going to pay for us to go, so it's going to be <laughs> awesome. We're going to stay at a really expensive hotel in LA. Too. Jared, you got to email us and just send us a, a selfie of the face you made when you heard that line just now. Exactly. I just, <laughs> with you holding a jar of Nutella. Uh, gosh. All right, Brandon, any final words on accountability? I, I, I would say, you know, you can, like you were saying, there's many ways to have accountability partners. You don't have to have just one. 
and and you need more than one because one person's yeah. not going to know everything about you. And like you mentioned, uh, your wife is an accountability partner. Yes and no. She is in the sense that when she's with you, but you need somebody around your work area. You need yeah. somebody outside with your, you know, spiritually, physically, financially, who's watching you financially, both of you accountable to somebody else, you know, financially, yeah. you've set goals to that stick somewhere. So don't limit the definition of accountability to one thing or another, make it as broad as you can. The oh, yeah. more you have, the better. Yeah. And like Brandon said earlier, you can have more than one. Well, great. We want to thank you for joining us on this episode of Beyond the Rut. You can find our show notes and everything we've mentioned in this episode at beyondtherut.com slash 050 because this is the 50th episode. I probably should have told you that before we started recording so we could have done something specialer. And specialer is now a real word. Uh, We'd also love for you to subscribe to us if you are not already a subscriber. We are on iTunes, Google Play Music, and Stitcher. Just go to any of those three apps. Search Beyond the Rut. The is spelled T-H-E. And uh, hit the subscribe button. If you're on iTunes at your computer, please leave us a rating and a review. We'd love to give you a shout out and say thank you for doing so. It helps us uh, promote the show. I don't know how the algorithms work, but it works. That's all I know. And do what Hans did. Shoot us an email. Say hi. Tell us how the show has impacted you. And the email address I'm just saying off the top of my head is beyondtherut at gmail.com. And and we got two other ones, but that's the one I always remember. So shoot us an email. Subscribe to our show. And then the best way you can support us, of course, is to share us with a family, a friend, a coworker, and that neighbor across the street. You know what I'm talking about. Catch you later. did notice in the podcast as i'm listening to it is the uh the welcome to beyond the rep podcast this is a podcast about you know we're glad to have you on the we say podcast like 10 times in the intro it's for the people who don't know it's a podcast (laughs) (laughs) thinking how did they get to it (laughs) they don't know (laughs) yeah I, i was thinking about uh you know the best thing i love about cap show is that they have one of the best communities ever as a cap showvian myself I always get invited to masterminds with industry leaders to get the insights and marketing strategies that take my business to the next level. Plus, they love surprising and delighting us. Go to beyondtherut.com slash capshow, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day free trial with the Capshow team today and join me inside that community.